God. It's very loud. And we're live. Are we live? Are we live? Maybe. Is this oh, becoming gosh, this is... is this becoming a meme now? It's a tradition. I mean, every time. Ever since you got mad at me. Well, it's just because I, I I asked one time. I asked one time because you ask every week. I do. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, but I, look see, at us. Others have taken up the torch for me, so I don't have to anymore. Yeah, yeah. it's true. There so, are five of us. Now somebody's going to ask are. every week. There are five of there us. There's so many. There's not enough, mm -hmm. actually. There's there's five is Let's plenty. Let's make more OLED babies, guys. Yeah, I was about to say, we'll make I, it I, I, think, I think five is, Shane is, is, our newest old, is plenty. Baby. Shane, you're the baby. Get I'm, it. Somebody I'm put a diaper close. on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... There we go. I had to set something up real quick in that scene. So, welcome back to Our Life in Pixels. There are now five of us. So, yes. uh, let's, let's Shane, you are above me now. Hi. Uh, introduce yourself to the stream. Have you been on OLED before? I've been trying to get you on here for, like, since, like, episode three. You fucking... This guy Was that a question aimed at me, the new guy? Yes, yeah, new yeah. guy. Oh, um, yeah, I was actually uh, on one installment when you guys were playing uh tabletop simulator and you oh needed that's right coming and school you on the mechanics because you surprise motherfucker that's true i forgot about that taught us a lot that we immediately you know. never used again that's true exactly and that's what i'm useful for so <laughs> he, he was just straight up like the price is wrong bitch the whole time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty early on actually it was monopoly welcome that's back what it was i always thought it all right, so what uh, what what have we been playing this week, boys? Ian, do you want to start us off? Don't everyone start you want at me once. To start? You sure, yeah. since you're in the middle. Oh, man. Well, let me tell you, I've been playing a few different games. I'm not in the middle of my end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ian, Ian is getting he's getting sandwiched. That's, that's what the viewers care about is what it looks like on <laughs> your right. end. <laughs> what well, I mean. Who doesn't want to see what it's like on my end? Tell you what, hey, I've been playing a little bit of Undead Nightmare. I uh, recently decided to give a trial of PS Now, because why not? Uh, so playing a little bit of Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare, played a little Star Wars Bounty Hunter, been replaying Borderlands 2 to get hyped for Borderlands 3. And uh, those are what's I've been playing. a boy. Good shit. Cody? Uh, lots and lots of Outward. Um, I don't have a whole lot of time to play games like during the work week generally, but I've been streaming Outward on the weekends. And uh, Justin stopped <sighs> by. He saw a little bit of his it's the right, other day. In the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I've been streaming for about three or four hours at that point. I, um, I probably put 10 to, 10 to 15 hours in that game, and I still haven't left the uh, starting area. Damn, so damn. I still don't plan on leaving anytime soon. There's so much to explore and like find out. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it looked really cool when I uh, watched you the other morning. There's like, <laughs> there's so much. Yeah, I'm just watching you for like 20 minutes. I have so many questions. And they don't, they don't teach you any of it. There's no hand holding. It's just like go fuck yourself, figure it out. And yeah. I, I don't know why, but I like that. Um, so yeah, I, I've been enjoying it a lot. Well, that's going to come up later, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, Sekiro, I guess I've been trying to beat Sekiro and, uh, still hard as fuck, dude. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I found a good strategy where I just 
burn the fuck out of people and hit them with my sword a lot (laughs) and then pray that they don't kill me and I manage to kill them. Shane, what have you been playing this week? Um, like Justin said, Sekiro, obviously. Um, what is this? The third week with it now? And yeah, that. Yeah. And I, I can't put it down. Other well, actually, I just quit recently. Um, the night fucking me up. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, it's been two nights, so you know what I'm saying Clean. staying away from it. That's good. Um, you know, otherwise just the typical UFC and uh, I I actually slapped insurgency back on. Uh, this yeah. new one has so much promise, but for whatever reason, it just won't run on my on my rig. So, buddy, you know, lame. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when it runs smooth, it's an excellent game, a fun experience. But, well, hi, Adam. For whatever reason, sorry. Uh, Hello. Yeah, I I like Ian. Have been playing uh, Borderlands. Um, honestly, that's pretty much I've it. Seen a lot I, I played of yes. a, a little bit of Borderlands too. I wish that there was crossplay because I've been playing it on my Xbox and I would love to play it with Ian, but that's not Hopefully a thing. Hey, listen, I have it on both consoles. I have it on both. Oh, do you have your Xbox right now? I mean, not currently in my possession. So shut up. Like <laughs> that doesn't help. Away. That's a couple <laughs> miles away. Oh, are you gonna go over there and play it? I could. You, you, you could. You I'm definitely sure could. If you get well, if he, Ian had a fucking he doesn't have well, he has a computer, oh, but he doesn't have a computer. Sorry, I'm not a part of the master race. <laughs> he, has a, he has a computer, just not one that can run. Uh, can we never say that again? But <laughs> one that uh, that can run um, Borderlands. Um, okay, yeah, I got to. So well, well, currently, I don't have a computer at all. Justin has it. Yeah, I have his computer. Oh, why do you have it's his computer? Okay. Why are you mugging people in Olip, man? Yeah. We're oh supposed God. to be friends. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> Ian hasn't been here for a long time. He had to pay some dues. I got you. It has been a while. It's been three years since I was at Justin's house. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Figure that out today. That's, yeah. that's a long time. That is. We that reminis- is reminisced about when Meryl uh, tried to jump up onto <laughs> the railing and then, like, Almost fell and like she straight like claws across the grain, just like oh no. All right, so I suppose we should jump into the meat of it. Should we? Let's jump in. All right, face first, right into the meat. Ian, are you doing the the host thing, or am I just reading from the? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me let me. Da, 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 a lot of pictures. Okay, we just oh, did an intro and what we've been playing. Hey, guys, so big topic right now, easy modes in games. Oh, so specifically, yeah. should games like Dark Souls, Sekiro, uh, even way back to XCOM, should they include an easy mode option for casual gamers or just like fuck them, keep them the way they is? Like just would it defeat the whole point? Hmm. Suggest right, well, talk. So uh, I think the big thing is like, I don't, I, why is it a debate really? Like if, if Justin was playing Sekiro on easy mode, why would that affect my playthrough of the game? Like, I don't understand why this is such a big, uh, like a hot topic right now. I think part of the problem I, is how you would implement that because what makes, well, cause what makes Sekiro and the, the souls series, what makes them hard it's not the stats of the bosses. It's not how much that boss damages you when he hits you. It's not how much, how little of his health bar you tick down when you hit him. It's the way combat is designed. 
especially in Sekiro, I feel like that's more even more so than in the Souls games because it is more yeah. sk- skills based. Um, right. So how I I guess I have yet to see a proposal to how you would actually implement that into a game without breaking the, down the mechanics and making the mechanics of what makes Sekiro Sekiro easier. So I, I, I just don't I know how it, it would work. It comes down to running a running through easy mode, like you know, making sl- more sluggish animations, taking down the tracking, like yeah. For I, mean, for I guess that's bad. it's kind of hard. I didn't really consider, but you know, the same point. Like, there's a lot of games with easy mode, and I think the only issue with having modes is if you have to beat like an easier mode to get to a more difficult one, rather than just being able to select a difficulty but yeah i mean like i said you did you did raise a point that i guess i didn't really consider so like something like uh like how borderlands is ran where like you go through the normal mode then you get vault hunter mode then ultimate vault hunter mode like new game plus you're talking about yeah 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 like i i mean in some instances i guess having to unlock a more difficult mode makes sense because you you know are kind of coming to understand the mechanics but at the same point, like it's kind of like a lot of games. I'm not going to play three times through just to be more difficult later on. Ah. Right. You see a lot of people um, kind of like have a com- camaraderie about like being a game on a hard difficulty. Like, um, for example, back in the day, beating Halo on Legendary, like that was a cool accomplishment that uh, people would share together and be like, yeah, you beat Halo on what difficulty? And uh I don't think that there's anything implicitly wrong with that. Like, it's fun to just like be like, oh, yeah, we we both went through this hard experience and it was cool. Um, But then you see there's kind of like a dark side of that culture, too, where people start being like, well, this is how the game is. This is how the game should be. Uh, If you don't play like this, you're not really playing the game like a real gamer should. And I think that's part of where this discussion is coming from. The get good scrub thing. Yeah. Yeah, which even that, I think, I like the idea of the get good thing is fun, but not when someone literally just means that. Yeah, you can be toxic <laughs> right. about it, too. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think I think I was reading an article earlier, and they brought up a good point, is that in the Halo series, going back to that, uh there was you had your four difficulties you had your easy normal heroic and legendary but on the heroic difficulty it literally said this is how the game is meant to be played on this difficulty i don't think i don't i'm not a huge proponent for adding easy modes into games just because for me personally when i jump into games uh i generally put that on the hardest difficulty just to start with you know so i kind of do the same thing a lot of the time It, it, yeah, so for me, I it doesn't make sense to me. I when because when you put a game on a hardest difficulty, you're gonna get all of that time out of it. If you put it on easy or normal, for me, I'm one of those people. Like I see a movie, I'm not gonna watch it for another four years. So if I play a game through on easy mode, I'm not gonna want to play through it again, kind of thing. So right. see, thank you. I, I I one thing that I wonder. So like when you think about Dark Souls. Uh, specifically, think about the first Dark Souls. What did it become famous for? Dying. Dying. And and yeah. being it's extremely difficult. hard, right? It, it was famous right. for being difficult. If I it wasn't if it was if it wasn't as as difficult as it was, if it wasn't that, 
would it have become the success that it was? I'm, I'm like, this is a straight question. Like, would it be as remembered and would it have spawned the series that it did or would it have been meh? Right. Like, if it had an easy mode, would people have just not played it the same? And, you know, that's yeah. a really good point. Um, I've read interviews with Miyazaki and he kind of talked about designing the game and he wants people to feel that experience of overcoming something that was quite difficult. And to him, the only way to really do that was to make the games hard to beat, right? right? And he said, like, oh, yeah, if there was, like, another way to do that, I would try that out. But for for me, this is what I know how to do, how to make players feel this way, overcoming these difficult bosses right. that they that, fucking ram their heads against. That's what's so glorious about the game is you feel like... I keep, like, I have rushes of adrenaline when I'm fighting these these bosses throughout the the series and if it was just dumbed down it wouldn't be i wouldn't feel as good once i actually finally fell that boss and move on to the next stage i remember i was so excited when i saw dark souls 2 free on the playstation store and because i'm like oh tim and justin couldn't stop talking about this game let's do this And I played it, and within like five minutes, I like died instantly. I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> yeah, they did not warn me for this. They didn't tell me anything. The game should have warned you. There's definitely a learning curve on those kind of games. Yeah, I think something that we don't really think about, and this is something else that the article brought up, is when it comes to accessibility for people who don't necessarily have uh, normal functions, right? uh Mm -hmm. you've seen the xbox come out with like the new or microsoft come out with a new like controller for people with disabilities yeah yeah, that's super nice um so for people like that i can understand why they possibly want an easier mode because Sekiro and dark souls are all they're they are don't get me wrong they are getting uh made to adhere to like the 99 percent or the 98 percent of people who have normal functions, but there is that 2% or 1% or whatever it is that can't play the game at all just because of their physical disabilities. So I can kind of understand from that aspect, but I'm not one to uh, d- to change the creator's vision to um, basically adhere to so everybody can play. Like obviously that's what the goal you always want to you want to go for, but it shouldn't compromise what you're trying to do. And I mm-hmm. think in this yeah. series in, pati- in particular, Dark Souls, Sekiro, all those kind of games, I think it would compromise it because the big thing about it is that it's difficult, and it's and that is unfortunate. Um, but there, I mean, there's so many games to play. I mean, Sekiro isn't the first game that makes you feel like a ninja, you know. That's they've true. been having games that, that have come out since forever i remember playing i think it was tenchi or tenchu or tenchu, something baby on, on the uh 360 stuff ninja like guide. that there's definitely yeah ninja guide and stuff like that so should should there be an easy mode i as long as it doesn't compromise what the game is as, as soon as we get into that as soon as we're compromising for the creator's vision then i don't think so I, I, but for every other game yeah i can see it I guess for my point, what I was what I was trying to get at is it's kind of like so Dark Souls and and From Software games, specifically this series, Sekiro and the Dark Souls games. I consider it all one series. I know it's not all directly connected lore wise, but it's all relative. Yeah, right? Soulsborne, Soulsborne games. Um, 
they, they are famous for being hard. What what is say uh, Borderlands is billion is famous for having billions of guns, right? So right. The, now there's going to be gazillions. But you come into the game knowing this game is the one of the core principles is that it's supposed to be extremely difficult, and you're like, well, why don't we make it easier? That would be like going to Borderlands and being like, well, you know what would make this game great if there were less guns? Going to play a Sonic game and well, being no, like, it would be great if the Hedgehog went a little less fast. Like, that's what it I mean, feels like to me. I, I don't know. It just seems weird because that is a core principle of what the game is supposed to be. It's supposed to be like... But if an easy mode has nothing, like, it's not going to ruin your hard mode, let, let the people that suck at playing games fucking play games but it could if, if it's, it's not do nothing to compromise the fucking your hard mode it depends on how you put it in because like we were saying earlier if you have to uh, are you gonna put it in tim <laughs> that's what nice i'm saying like if you oh wow if you have to change the core mechanics of the combat and you have to change the way that the game's engine actually functions in order to make the game easier because other than slowing down the attack animations and changing the way that the mobs work and changing the way that the bosses fight, like a simple stats fix isn't going to fix the skill level uh, in, in the game. It's just, it's going to make the fights maybe go longer. It's going to make it maybe harder to die to the boss, but it's not going to make it easier for the boss to kill. So I don't know. It just Right. Seems... That's kind of one of the hardest things is defining what is easy mode because yeah. it can really vary game by game by game. Yeah, so like... A good example for me, XCOM is XCOM 2. There was a big discussion about this when it first came out, too, is why isn't it an easier game? With that, it literally is a, a matter of changing the percentages for the hits. Like, you can change the damage and the percentages because it's all dice roll, RNG, turn based combat. So, that's an easier fix, and that's something that wouldn't necessarily ruin that game. Although, again, I would argue that XCOM is famous for being difficult. So, why would you want to play it if you're not looking for a difficult game? that's beside the point but with dark souls and with sekiro i feel like that's and bloodborne it's just, that's a much harder fix i feel like i don't know yeah definitely and you know it's like that's such the difficulty overcoming these enemies is such a a core concept of the game itself that it's like yeah you can make it easier but then the people who play it that way might not be having that same experience. And the question is, do the developers want to take the effort to do that? Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting conversation, but I think in this, in this genre, because that's what Dark, Dark Souls has become, outside of, you know, all the Souls games, you got games like The Surge, Ashen's kind of a spinoff, Outward isn't, so... Having played Outward for a while now, Outward I wouldn't put in that uh, in that same conversation. It mm -hmm. has a very similar combat, but it's nowhere nowhere near what like Dark Dark Souls and stuff is. So I don't know. I, I only put in that conversation because the developer straight up said in like a two hour long live stream that I said that or that I watched that that it is like they're like yeah it is kind of like a Souls like because we were really inspired by the combat of Dark Souls. So I was like okay cool. Yeah, but if you play the combat. Um, in that game in particular basically the only the, the similarities are you lock onto a person you can block and roll out of the way and whatnot but there's so much more that goes into it like i, I started fighting ghosts last night and i had to put you have to get this spiritual varnish to put on your weapon 
Otherwise, like Dark Souls. Yeah, is that in Dark Souls? I don't yeah, know. That, that Actually, is yeah, a, yeah. Uh, and Orlando. <laughs> I don't know. So I never played through all the Dark Souls. I New own London? all of them. New London. But I just, it, I just don't. I, Dark Souls is one of those games. I w- I never got into the story. I never got into like the uh, world around me kind of thing. So it never, I never progressed yeah. super far. Um, it's different with like Outward and Sekiro. I really like. I just I've been enjoying Outward more for the moment. So I'll probably end up going back to Sekiro eventually. But yeah, I just I don't think. I, I mean, maybe the combat's the same, but I really feel like that's where it ends. The open worldness and stuff like that just changes yeah. it. So. But I don't want to. I don't look. I can talk about Outward all day. So let's not dive into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so while we're still on this topic, uh, I just want to ask you guys: Are there any games that you've played on an easier mode? Uh, that you've either enjoyed or you felt like kind of ruined the game for you. XCOM. I yeah. started XCOM on the, hard, on the hardest difficulty. Holy crap! That I made that same mistake. Super hard because I was new to XCOM when the new one, new, the the version, the 2012, 2013, whenever that first one came out. Enemy unknown. I hadn't played. I hadn't played the the like original original, so I didn't understand. And I started that on the hardest difficulty. Oh God, no! <laughs> Fuck that. Like, and I, re- I reduced the difficulty and I really enjoy the game. Same thing with XCOM 2. Tried it again. Fuck that. But did you reduced bump it, it down to the easiest setting or did you just play it no, on normal? I just hey, played on normal. That doesn't matter. Well, it's kind of, yeah. it kind of <laughs> matters a little bit because normal Cause, is the way, yeah. the, you know. It's so my, so I, I will say the easy mode of the conversation actually reminds me a lot of my wife. My wife has now played, she played through all the Uncharted games on easy. And then she played through all of them again on normal. And now she's playing all through all of them again on hard. Mm-hmm. So there are people out there that do that. I'm not one of them. I don't know a lot of people that do that. My wife is one of the only people I've ever heard that like love a series enough to, to do that. But she fucking, she, she loves that series. So, I mean, I don't know. Some people do it, but it's not. I think it's a very small percentage. I, that I, end up- I mean, like, this is probably a bad example, but... And I don't do it anymore, but I, I you have oh in the past tried to play just like... I was like, oh, because I play Madden on all Madden every single year, every single time. And I was sick of the grind. So I turned it down and I didn't even turn it all the way down to rookie, which is the easiest setting. That's easy mode for Madden, right? Like all pro. Yeah, I turned it down to all pro. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden I'm fucking smoking teams that I was like barely edging out like 49 to nothing. I'm like, okay, this is dumb. So I would argue it did ruin it for me. I was like, I can't play it like this because it's not fun. There's no challenge. Like there, there's a line. Some people don't want a challenge, and that's not why they're playing a game. They want to play a fun game. I would argue that at that point, you shouldn't be looking at a game that's known for difficulty. Some games you just want to play for a fun time and to chill and to relax. There's plenty of games out there like that, so I don't know. I I, I have games like that myself that I, I go play, but when I'm looking to play something like that, I'm not trying to play Dark Souls, you know? Yeah. It's not the same thing. I don't know. I will, I will say, and I've said this before, Mountain Blade, I do play on the easiest difficulty um, on the campaign just because I, I want to I wanna play it as a... Well, yeah, I slash Shane's face, but I yeah. like to play it as a power no, I did fan. not expect that. Um, yeah. But, I mean, the biggest disadvantage with uh, mountain blade is that they just funnel all of the enemies at you. The AI. So oh, when you when you're playing anything other than easy it's kind of it's pretty difficult yeah because it's just literally you have 100 people and i'm not very good at that game and they're all looking at you yeah, yeah. so 
yeah, the AI basically targets you. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, so I, I definitely enjoy I, Mountain Blade. I use that to my advantage. See, I use my cavalry. So since I know they're going to yeah. charge me, <laughs> I set up my archers in one rank with my infantry in another rank. I have my cavalry over with me. I have, you know, my cavalry over here. The enemy starts to charge me. My archers are picking them off from the side. I charge the infantry in, getting a flank, and then I charge with my cavalry with lances, and I hey, fuck look, them up. Too, this has been Tim's much. Armchair General. This was yeah, up. This, yeah, it's too much thinking for me. I'm just, when I play Mountain Blade, I'm just looking to slaughter people. That's all I want to do. I'm just trying to slaughter millions of yeah. fucking If you become covered in red, that's yeah. All. Yeah, that's the goal. So, but I mean, once again, it's just other ways to enjoy the same game. Obviously, not everybody's going to play Mountain Blade on the easiest difficulty. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually really enjoyable, even if it's not on the difficulty. Right. Uh, it's yeah, just, absolutely. Like, like I said, I like it as a power fantasy of just like <laughs> freaking steamrolling all these armies. And it's a lot of fun that way. So, hey, well, fuck it. I'll call you today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll admit that, like, uh, I don't know. There's just something about easy mode that makes me feel a little dirty if I select that first to play a game. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Be like yeah. one of those where I see it I as an option. I'll be like, Is anybody looking? <laughs> yeah. There is a little bit of dirtiness to playing easy. Uh, yeah. Gaming. If you admit, like I just said about Mountain Blade, playing it on easy, people look at you a little bit differently. Like, really? There's you a bet, you best not. Bro, you suck at games you, now, Cody. You better you not suck. stream it on easy. Believe me, <laughs> you'll, you'll hear about that shit. Yeah. There, there's a good argument, though, to like pick up a game like RimWorld and slap that bitch on easy and just, oh, yeah, you know, colonize it and enjoy yourself online yeah. for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's actually, wait, actually one game? of my favorite games. RimWorld, uh, RimWorld, RimWorld. Nah, yeah. PC, RimWorld? Rim, PC oh, Master yeah. Race, bro. Don't okay, worry about okay, it because that's where I win. That's where I win. That's what everybody I'm like. Says. Yeah, what games do you play? Oh, god. So I backed RimWorld on Kickstarter all the way back in like 20, 2012. I bet you did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've heard that joke so many times. But that that game, it's got it has it has three different. So it has three different AIs that you can choose, Boy. and then from there that you can choose the difficulty quickly. level. So you got right. cool. Yeah. Really like the length of their tongue. Kind of tailor your experience. Are you guys hearing that when I play stuff through SoundPad today? No. no, no. Oh, because I've made several jokes using SoundPad that it, it, no one's reacted <laughs> no one to. Heard. Like if the, uh, if the audience oh. is hearing it, we're talking. Oh, Joda's got they it. are. They're hearing it, but well, you're not. It's for so, them. Yeah, it's for them. Uh, Joda, you suck at games. Pick up RimWorld. Trust me. <laughs> uh, you know, another game. This uh, difficulty thing was a hot topic for was um the Fire Emblem series, where I don't know how familiar you guys are with it. But traditionally in Fire Emblem, it's a tactics game. You have like X number of units you collect. If one of them dies, that unit's gone through the entire rest of the game. However, they introduced a setting where you could change it so that if they died in battle, they'd just be gone for that battle and then they'd come back afterwards. And there's just this big like outcry from like hardcore fans being like, this isn't Fire Emblem anymore. This is not okay. And, uh, it was just interesting to see this big dichotomy amongst Fire Emblem fans. Like, so now there are people who love all this other stuff, like not having to stress about every single turn, their unit dying and like the dating sim kind of aspects to everything. And then there are still people who just like the old hardcore shit. And, you know, they just have the option to choose whichever one you want. Yeah, I got really confused at first when you started talking about Fire Emblem because Shane started moving his hands in his mouth and I thought he was going to challenge me to Rimworld. <laughs> 
<laughs> Open invite, baby. <laughs> out of curiosity, do you did do you guys hear it right now? You ever seen a grown man naked? What are we trying to listen no. for? Tim? Okay, so there's I've got a, a button bar set up essentially. Um, so I've got a whole bunch of quotes on it that I have. Like I just played. You ever seen a grown man naked? And none of you heard it, so I was just trying to test it. The stream heard it. I saw it pop up on the audio bar, but but I have to restart my system for it to play through my microphone. So uh, oh, don't uh, do that. Don't yeah, restart no. your system, Tim. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Well, no, that would that would kill the podcast at the moment. So yeah. that, that would be kill a the podcast. That'd be a horrible, horrible like decision. Killing a game development so, studio. Wow. Uh, so any more last thoughts about easy mode in harder games or just easy mode cool. in general? I mean, it's kind of situational, but like Tim said, why would you pick up a game like Dark Souls or Sekiro and expect well, it to have a you know a very level of difficulty? Because maybe you suck at playing games, Shane, and all your friends are playing it. You just really want to experience something. It's like, that game looks cool. I want to play that game, but I fucking can't play that game. Should right. that person be able to and enjoy it? Well, I think I that think, just all goes down to if they want more people to buy the games. I think, I guess, because if you're I if think, you suck at games, why are you going to buy it? I think can't is a strong word. I think if you don't have the time to invest to to get better at the game, I'm not going to say get good. Like I'm not trying to be a dick. So like, if you don't have the time right. to invest to to practice the mechanics and learn the mechanics and right, but like even with Sekiro and Dark Souls, there are guides available that'll help you cheese bosses if you really are struggling that much with the game. Like. It's not like there's not a way to play the game, you know what I mean? I I don't know. If you don't have the time to to investigate to to develop the skills to play the game, that's one thing. But again, then I would say that's just probably not a. I and I understand we want games to be more inclusive. We want games to be available for everybody, but they're not. Like not every game is gonna be for everybody. Like I am not gonna play. For example, once again, I, I'm this is a bad example because this is I don't think this shit should be on Steam anyway. But like all of the fucking hentai puzzle games ain't for this me. Is all Tim talks about it. ain't for me, bro. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go again. Tim. Here we go again. <laughs> but no, there are there are all no no for real though. Like racing games, I'm not I'm terrible at racing games. I don't play racing games. I actually watch a fair amount of racing games on Twitch because they're fun to watch. I watch people play all kinds of shit. Yeah but I don't play them because I'm not good at them and I don't want to invest the time to get better at them. So yeah. I, I, not every game is for everybody. I don't know. Well, I think, I think there's, these there's games... an easy mode on most racing games though. There is. That's yeah, also automatic. true. And I won't play I it because I don't fucking like, I don't know. You know, they have Twisted Metal on PS now, and I almost played it the other day, but I'm like, I have very good memories on that game. I don't know if I want to ruin it by seeing how it is don't now. I played yeah, it no. on an emulator, it and it was awful. Um, I do think, though, it, just real quick, that this is where streamers come in. If you want to experience something, but you're not good enough to play it, or you don't have the time to play it kind of thing, stream, this, that's, that's kind of the void that streamers fill. Because then you can yeah, still see you can still see and experience the story, um, and you might you don't get the joy of playing it, but you're not going to be left in the cold, not knowing what goes on, not knowing the mechanics and stuff like that. You still hold conversations, which at the end of the day, like Ian with Dark Souls Two, he just wants to hold a conversation with Justin and Tim about Dark Souls Two or Dark Souls in general. So if he watches, I just want stream, my friends to love me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but if you watch a stream or something like that, that's, that's yeah, you can still experience it. You're not getting the full experience. 
still know what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, All yeah. right. So that 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 took uh, a little longer than oh, that. Two hours. That took longer, more of the conversation than I thought it was going to. But I that feel was like it was the a hard mode. I feel but, like that was the hard I mean, mode you know, part of the stream. Hey, listen, listen, man. I'm mode. looking at our Filled itinerary, up. and that's fine. That's fine that it took us this long. It's okay. We don't have that much to talk about tonight. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, moving forward, a bunch of BioWare employees have been interviewed, and we now know what the fuck is happening to Anthem. So let's dive right in, boys. Yeah. Because I don't know anything about that. You didn't read the article at all, did you? (laughs) Did someone tell me to read the article? Did you guys say, hey, Ian, read this article? We, Ian, have you ever looked at have you Have you looked in the OLIP planning yeah, committee hey man, at any point? I went and saw a DC movie today that I am not ashamed for seeing. No, that's, oh, that's fine. Really, Finally. I'm not ashamed for seeing any DC movie. movie. Uh, but, um, yeah, so Kotaku interviewed a bunch of Bioware employees, most of them anonymous. Yeah, like 19 yeah. of them? And yeah. we learned that uh, a whole... Basically, we learned it confirmed a lot of the shit that we knew. Like... Uh, but it also, we learned some other shit that we didn't know. For example, the game we knew was in development since 2012, so like seven years. What we didn't know is that six years of that were pre-production, and they only spent 12 to 18 months actual development time for the game. Uh, what, what we knew before is that the game was missing a bunch of content that we saw at E3 in what we all speculated was that all what the internet has been speculating is that a lot of the content was cut out to sell us back to a DLC. But what we learned from this article was that nope, it just the, the E3 demo that they played was not real. Uh, None of that content was actually developed or ever implemented in the game. Some of it was cut out in order to sell back to you, such as some of the armor sets, but a good chunk of it just never was made. Um, which is why we don't have elemental weapons in the game when they were shown at E3. We learned all kinds of shit about this. We also learned it's not entirely EA's fault, which is kind of surprising. Um, yeah. Yeah. So well, I, uh, yeah. Kind of not though. It's kind of also hella Bioware's fault. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like we learned, like I said, it's not all EA's fault. It's, which it surprised the fuck out of me. Yeah. So like a big thing about this is that they just like, no one at Bioware ever decided what the fuck the game was going to be, apparently. Like, one of the anecdotes they had in the article was talking about how they'd have these meetings where they'd discuss systems in the game, and they would have, like, several different ideas for whatever, getting around in the game, how you move around it. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. What about this? And they wouldn't decide anything. They would just conclude the meeting and there would be no decision made, so no one could really move forward with anything. Like, that's not ideal. That's not how you should make things. Yeah, flying, but that's how it happened. Flying got ripped out and put back in several times, which is why the levels are all wonky. It feels like in some maps... Yeah. Cody? Yeah. So, I'm the one person here who thinks... I, so the one thing, I, the one redeeming... I believe is combat... Obviously, the balancing and stuff is all fuck. That's all sorts of jacked up. But if if it's anything like Destiny, um, it'll eventually figure its shit out. But here's the thing: they couldn't even talk about it and it in the during the development. Like it was like this dirty world, dirt, dirty word, not world. It was like this dirty word 
you couldn't compare Anthem to Destiny because this wasn't Destiny and this that, and the other thing. And talking about Bioware magic and this that, it was just uh, I don't know. It was it was just a mess, and I don't know why. It I don't after so many years of good games, why would you all of a sudden not know how to make games anymore? And that's it, a good time. chunk of the executives, like the guy who was the the director of the Mass Effect project left in the middle of Anthem's development. That that definitely doesn't help. The uh, amount of people that left during development does not help at all the yeah, situation. Yeah, like they had like a switch, like their lead writer, like I don't know who it was at first. This guy came in and he was told like, "Okay, we need this game to be X." And the whole development team up to that point was thinking the game was going to be Y. So he was in this awkward position of like writing the game in a way that the whole rest of the team wasn't expecting it to be. And so he was kind of like coming in and suddenly he was the bad guy to the rest of the team. And uh, yeah, he, he ended up leaving before the game was complete because it sounded like an awful time. Yeah, it, I guess the team didn't want to have sci-fi Dragon Age and that's what they felt like the story was. Yeah, yeah. Because it was, it was the Dragon Age. It was a writer from Dragon Age um but i'm not i don't know i'm not sure there was a lot of really cool core concepts that it was supposed to be more of a survival s game and they all just got lost it almost sounded like um like hell divers the way they described like party up with your buddies here's your mission go do it survive your way back to the base and then talk about your dope ass mission you went on well they, right. they, they yeah. also cut out several cities and then you wound up with just the fort and then like there were so many things that were taken out that were more than just those core aspects of the game it's just crazy to me that that it wound up the way it was i mean sci-fi dragon age would have been way more interesting than what wound up coming out in my opinion uh, and I haven't even fucking played it. Like, I, I, it just is. Well, I, just from from the team standpoint, I can understand. Uh, you're you're looking. It's a new IP. It's an, it's something. It's a new. It's something Bioware's never done before. So you don't want to retread old old areas, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want a story like that, I, I get it. Uh, but when you're so far in development that like, you don't have what you need like at some point you got to start making concessions and that was something they probably could have made a concession on and it would have made the game better because it would they wouldn't have to reboot the whole story mm-hmm. uh, and then but you then you uh they also talked about how like frostbite is full of razor blades is what one of the developers said when it comes to developing games because because ea wants to use it because it saves a bunch of money for the company but it doesn't work for every type of game. It's great for Battlefield. Yeah. And that's about it. <laughs> so, for DICE, we, because DICE yeah. needed it. We talked right. to, we've talked about Frostbite a little bit on the podcast before, but for to kind of rehash some of the problems that we knew they were having, um, like, for example, with Mass Effect Andromeda, and this is not that it necessarily applies to what happened with, with Anthem, but they've had to rebuild so many systems in Frostbite specifically for these other games. Like, for example, Andromeda, there was no manual save feature. They had to build one from the ground up in order for you to be able to save the game. And then in the middle of Anthem's development, they took the people who knew what the hell they were doing on the Frostbite engine and ripped them away from the development team of Anthem and gave them to FIFA. FIFA. How helpful is that? So, 
I have I have kind of a contentious opinion about that. If uh, if they would have figured out what the fuck they were doing to begin with, that wouldn't have affected them probably as much as it did. But they didn't, and so it <laughs> right. affected them a ton. But, yeah. I, but I mean, e, so I understand where EA is coming from. I don't like the way sports games are set up these days. FIFA and Madden, all about the packs and this and the other thing. But FIFA is the biggest game that EA has. So if it's going through some kind of troubles, which it has been with its loot boxes and stuff over the past year, then I can understand where they're going to pull those guys kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, but, I mean, they, they even talked about how they didn't – they chose not to use the Dragon Age inventory system. And then when it came towards the end of development, they were like, hey, maybe we should use the Dragon Age inventory system so that we could have put more time into other things instead of building it from the ground up. Right. They were unwilling to use any assets from Andromeda or Dragon Age to to help them. And it's like, why are you reinventing the wheel consistently? Here's the favorite thing they talked about. Was they talked about how, was it uh, the Austin studio that did the Old Republic? Yeah. Uh, They had those guys and they were just like, hey, we've done online service games. These things that you're trying to do, they're not going to work. And uh, Edmonton was just like, meh. Yeah, you yeah. know what we're doing. We're Edmonton. Yeah, they're like, like we're we're anyway. real Bioware, so shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 craziest thing to me is there's that, but then there's also the fact that um they weren't allowed to talk about Destiny in the studio. They weren't. Oh yeah. They weren't allowed to compare the game to Destiny, and anytime any developer brought it up to one of the heads of the studio that hey, Destiny did this, and we think we could improve on that, they're like, no. Our game's nothing like that. Don't like, even compare us to Destiny. Like, bitch, your game's exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just insane. That's all I've ever said about Anthem. Ever since I saw it, I was like, okay, so it's Destiny, but you can fly around. That's what everyone said. I think, like, I saw yeah. the E3 trailer, the first one, and I think that's the first thing that I said to Cody was I was like, oh, this looks a lot like Anthem. I'm Curious yeah. where it goes. I mean, look, look, Anthem looks a lot like Anthem. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that looks a lot like Destiny. You knew what I meant. I, I, yeah. I will say, I will say, I do, I do. If you read that article, they talk about the core concepts. It sounds like they had something good, but yeah. it, was, it just they ended up gutting it. They gutted everything. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, they might as well as just scrap the whole thing. If I'm being honest, it would have saved. It probably would have saved more money. Right. Like it's one of those things like they must have just had so much money already into it for all those like pre-production years. Right. They're just like, well, we got to fucking do something with this. Ian, Shane, you got any thoughts on this? (laughs) (laughs) The head shake. I already know. I I looked at it once and just. (laughs) Cutting out of his brain. Ian? I know you. I tuned Destiny. this entire conversation out. What? Wow! Thanks. Well, <laughs> hey, listen, man. Look, my phone is dying, and now I'm in an awkward position because my charging cord can only go so far, and I'm like laying on my bed like a 15 year old schoolgirl with my legs up in the air, crisscross. I mean, I'm that's like, let's let's yeah. talk all night and stay up. That's where you belong. That's 100 percent where you belong. <laughs> that that is where I belong. So. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get Ian back into the conversation yeah. then and move on to this next oh, time. Oh, good. Are we moving My on? We're moving on. Okay. 
Well, so, I mean, Borderlands, yes, please. However, we're going to talk a little bit more specifically on, uh, it's kind of entering the, um, I don't know, what would you say, like uh, the Cold Store War, if you will. (laughs) It's going to be an epic exclusive for six months. It will include XP bonuses for more expensive versions of the game. And what are our thoughts on this? I think Cody just quit. Oh, God, Cody's gone. Yeah, yeah so Cody's Cody like, left. fuck this. Cody's like, Borderlands, fuck war. this shit. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Cody didn't want to yell about Epic again. Now, I know yeah. I know you guys, like, you guys play Steam. So it's like, does Steam. this upset you at all that it's yeah. not going to be in Steam for I, like six months? I own them both on Xbox as well. And honestly, I was probably going to pick up Borderlands on Xbox first. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess it does bother me a little bit because Steam's a better fucking platform and I'm sick of Epic already. <laughs> I don't even. I have not bought a single game through Epic, and I'm getting sick of it. Even though, eh, I don't know. But. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, I was kind of looking forward to picking up the game on launch. Um, I don't really want to get it through the Epic Game Store just because I don't. I don't use the Epic Game Store launcher, so I'd have to install it and use it for this. Which you know, I've got these other launchers too, but it would be nice if it. So was what's another? What's another launcher for you? What's another one? Yeah, Every game um, can just have its own launcher. That's fine. A lot of them. So do. I don't know Jake, if it you you know, if it has crossplay. Oh, I should Hold say on. if uh, if we have crossplay between consoles and PC for this, I might just grab it on PS4 just because it'd be easier for me that way. So now, are are you surprised that uh, Epic like picked it up for exclusive? Or I mean, yeah, I wasn't expecting it. I, I mean, I'm not surprised money. that Epic tried to pick it up. I am surprised that um, Gearbox went with it because Gearbox yeah. has yeah. had a lot of success through Steam. And I think part of the problem is you can make more game money on Epic than you can on Steam if your game sells better. Uh, but and a lot of the argument that um, some of these game developers are, are coming at, at audiences with is, well, you know, our games are outselling their predecessors on Steam. They're outselling what our games on Steam were selling. Well, yeah, but that has more to do with the popularity of your title, of your game, than it does with the popularity of Epic. There's more users on Steam, so I don't mm-hmm. know. Do I want to play it right away? Yes. Am I going to do Epic? No. But I'm just going to play it when I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cody, any console. thoughts about the store war? Uh so for me, this is this has become like a new reality kind of thing. It's not something I'm a big fan of. Like I've said, I think I said last week, I have like five hundred and forty something games on Steam. Um so I'm just not looking to install another launcher. I got Ubi, I got Origin and whatnot. And the big difference in between like Epic, I see that uh Dr. Pop Art, which I believe is Keegan. It's talking about Origin and where was the rage, the outrage. Oh, I was, I fucking hated Origin. I still do. It's garbage. But right, but the big difference in between Origin and Epic is Epic is taking Origin has a niche market and it's mostly sports, right? Uh, While Epic, on the other hand, is taking any AAA title that they can get and making it purely for their store. So I said last week that I'm not the biggest, like, I'm not super hyped for Borderlands 3. It's because I'm kind of looter shootered out at this point. But I'm really not excited for it now that it's an exclusive, even if it's only for six months. 
And then on top of that, they've basically slowed the game down for you with because uh, if you don't, if you just get the base game, if you don't, because every other there's four different types of of the game, mm-hmm. and every other type of the game other than the base game has a XP boost and an XP or uh, like a I don't know something else kind of boost to help you get through the game faster. And this is something it's looter shooters for me. I think developers just get like money signs in their eye and end up in trying one to eye monetize specifically everything. which eye huh? either eye i don't care but <laughs> all the eyes tim yeah all the eyes because it's it's it there's it's really easy to monetize and it's not just looter shooters necessarily it's also uh think of shadow of uh was the new newest one shadow of war right shadow of war yep yeah. Remember, they had the big issue where the game was slowed down because they wanted you to buy the loot boxes. It wasn't slowed kind down. Of thing. See, you say that, but you don't mind the grind. You game, right? You just cut out super bad. But yeah, I don't uh, mind the grind. Yeah, Cody, you've no. been cut out this whole time. <laughs> I don't know. I there ain't, there, there's nothing I can do about it. I don't yeah. know. Like, it's I, in there. I don't know. You're pretty much fine. But yeah, it's just, it, I just, at this point, I just think the looter shooter and this is something i brought up in the chat the other day the loot mechanic is becoming the most monetized thing out there and i'm not a fan of that that's more my bigger issue with all this stuff now right thinking about like um season passes and things yeah pay to get whatever exclusive skins that you can never get again right and the difference in between like battle royale and this uh is most battle royale games are free or are only 30 dollars PUBG's 30 bucks you know, or it's free on fucking Game Pass. You pay $10 a month, you get on Game Pass. Yeah, that's true. You know, so there, that's really the difference. Borderlands, Shadow of War, Destiny, all these games, $60 up front, all these issues. Oh, and we're going to monetize everything. Like, I'm just not a fan of that. So I, I'm just staying away from it in general. So I, the thing that that... I, at first, was like, oh, the XP thing's not a big deal. I think I literally said that to Cody when we were talking on the phone. I was like, oh, the, the XP thing doesn't bug me so much. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what, though? Like, if it's it's not slowing the game down. It's speeding it up. But if you're speeding it up for everybody else who's buying it at a higher feels, rate, then you yeah. are slowing it down. Like, so if we were all playing together and, like, everyone but me had the XP and loot boost. Yeah, they'd be right. fucked. Everyone's like, oh, I got this sweet gun. I got this sweet gun. I'm over here like, yeah, not me. Yeah, and, and that, <laughs> that is fucking, that is pretty shitty, I think. Um, yeah, even though it's not a competitive experience, I think it would, I mean, I don't know how extreme it's going to be, but I, I feel like it would be a bummer. Well, yeah. and the other thing is, in a situation like that, it then incentivizes advises the one person who doesn't have it to go out and get it and that's the right, whole right. to keep up with everybody behind it. so i'm not a fan of that i don't like that i don't i shouldn't have to pay more than 60 dollars. is this where i'm at at this point for a completed game so games like outward is only 40 bucks totally completed game i'm not expecting any dlc or anything like that same thing with like cd project red that game's going to come out. It's going to be uh, our Cyberpunk 2077. That game's going to come out. You're going to have a shit ton of stuff to do, and it's not going to be monetized more. You likely. hope. Don't, don't jinx it. We'll see. Look, I'm going off of what they've done in the past, like The Witcher and stuff. The only thing that they really monetized was, was the, the DLC. DLC. 
Yeah, which, you know, which I don't mind. It was that. substantial DLC. You remember when that oh. was the biggest controversy in gaming? Oh, fucking DLC. DLC. Now, oh now it's now it's like <laughs> loot boxes, skins, DLC. XP boosts, like, physical DLC. Oh it's a lot of money to just to keep up, but yeah. um, yeah. if it's substantial, like Witcher, I there's no issue to drop that that extra chunk of money. Yeah, I'm not against like, like spending money in games necessarily. Like when they make the Tachanka Elite skin, you know I'm gonna buy that with my money. <laughs> with my right. money, but as mean, opposed like... to buying it with something else, <laughs> or somebody else's money. Somebody else's um... money. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm gonna buy that with Tim's money, guys. Come on. <laughs> or um... Armor, the original. Well, like. Like I'm looking at these like the different editions for Borderlands three. Obviously I'm gonna get it, but I'm like I'm I'm eventually gonna get the season pass anyway, so wouldn't it make sense Physical just to get the DLC. super deluxe edition? Like I could care less about the extra skins, trinket, and grenade modifiers, but I need the season pass, right? Do you need it? Is it I do need it, Justin. I want passes. the DLCs. The biggest thing is like will if the season pass saves you money versus buying the DLC individually then I think it's a good value. But if not, then you're just paying up front for stuff that you don't know if it's, if it's going to be any good. Well, there are some games listen, that, it, that listen, I've bought man. the season pass and then there's no content that comes out ever. It's like, what? Like, good example was, uh, was um, Wildlands. Like, there's, I think, been one paid DLC and then a bunch of free content like the Predator stuff. It's like, what the mm. fuck did I pay you for? See, right. And it- and Justin, you're talking to a man that has bought Borderlands 2 on the PS3, on the 360, the Handsome Collection on the PS4, the Handsome Collection on the Xbox One. I mean, I'm clearly going to get Borderlands 3. <laughs> you're like right. the you're one the member of the co- you're the one member yeah, of the I was podcast. About to say, we need to bring Tyrell on the podcast. Like, yeah. like the the rest <laughs> of us last week were like, the eh, the pre sequel doesn't really count. We never played it. We don't care. Like we know it came out. And you're the one person here who probably played the fuck out of it. No, yeah. actually, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was thinking about that literally the other day uh, when I started playing Borderlands 2 again. Um, I played, I literally beat the game multiple times with every single character in the first one. Multiple, multiple fucking times on the second one with all four fucking systems. I have yet to beat the pre-sequel. That's huh? so funny. <laughs> I know. No I know. Because we, we straight up last week were like, eh, we're, it does, does it really count? Like, I, I, I was like, I'll just wait for three. And then, yeah, it seems like it, it's nope. the forgotten Borderlands title. It does really well. Like, apparently on Steam, it has like a 90% no, uh, score. But, like, nobody plays it because everybody's like, eh. <laughs> well, and, like, even when I, like, started the Handsome Collection, like, when I you know, last week I saw the trailer for Borderlands 3. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's play Borderlands 2. And, you know, the screen pops up. Do you want to play pre-sequel? Do you want to play Borderlands 2? I'm like, you know, I, I haven't beat the pre-sequel yet. I haven't played it in a really long time. Let's play Borderlands 2 again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I just, it, I, wanna, I want to play Borderlands. I could always buy it on. Well, I won't end up buying it because I'm the, I'll end up deploying, so and right. I'm just not going to end up playing it. So that's what it is for me. But uh, I I like Borderlands. That's the problem. I do. I really enjoyed Borderlands one, Borderlands two. I never. I don't think I ever beat any of them, but I still had a really good time playing them. And it's it's just disappointing to see this stuff come from Gearbox because like when Tim wrote that article on our old website the other day, I I was kind of hyped. Nice drop. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a it's a good is it's a good website. And Tim actually just wrote another one, about Skyrim. So if y'all want to stop by about that, that'd be great. Hey, we're gonna talk about that later, Cody. Jesus. Hey, hey look. Way to not be a part of the pre-talk Whoa. conversation. Yeah, hey, Ian look. was here and you weren't. What the yeah, hell? Wow. I had to shower. Okay. <laughs> Dang. To be fair, I didn't yeah. know the pre-talk was happening. I just saw Justin calling and be like, "Yeah, I'll answer this call." <laughs> but uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, it's just disappointing to see from Gearbox. I was, I, even I was a little hyped. Even somebody who's kind of looter shootered out at this point, uh, I was like, maybe Borderlands Three will be uh, a lot of fun, and it, it probably will still be fun. But there's just things in it that I mean, it's I'm just not gonna buy it. I'd rather save that sixty dollars or eighty dollars just to be on even footing with everybody else. Yeah, you know? I can't justify spending eighty. I don't ever pay full price for games, right? Like I very <laughs> rarely. I very rarely buy a game at sixty dollars. Like it, it takes a lot yeah. for me to be like, all right, I'm bu- I'm paying sixty bucks for this shit. Uh, with with fucking Borderlands, if it if it's eighty dollars to feel like I'm actually getting the full experience, I might wait even longer. I, I, I don't know. I and I want to play it. I wrote an article about how it might be the best fucking looter shooter yet, and it hasn't even dropped. But then that was before I knew about the XP things. So that's. Kind of. Right. I mean, it was before they came out with all that. Uh, info. Yeah, that was, that was before all that. So, yeah. And, you know, Tim, I was going to agree with you with the whole, like, I'm not keen on buying $60 games. And it's like, it needs to, like, I need to really feel it. But then I realized I'm an only child. And I'll be like, hey, Dad, this game looks really yeah. sweet. And be like, all right, I haven't bought something in a while. Let's, let's, go, let's go do this. Uh, oh, God, what was I going to say? Yeah, my dad doesn't play video games. It was something games, else. It so. doesn't matter. So. Oh, um, I'm not a fan of like repetitive stuff, but there's just like something about the border. And this is coming from somebody that has all six characters on OPA, which means I've played through all the playthroughs multiple times. The same thing. I can probably repeat the whole game line for line. And I just there's something about Borderlands game that it's just so much fun. And I love the characters. And I think that's also might be a reason why I just like there's so much, so I think I didn't get into the pre-sequel because I was still playing so much of Borderlands 2, and it's like new characters, and so it's a different planet, it. which is cool. It's the moon, but I just like I just didn't feel it as much as I did the first two the Borderlands games. Not a planet, you know. <laughs> well, I was just I was talking about I I was meeting a different background than Pandora. You know, it's it's something new. It's something different. Okay, thank you for listening to what I'm saying because I clearly am not. <laughs> Speaking of re- repetitive things and uh, and uh, the article that I wrote and all that shit, so Cody posed a question, and I feel like we should yeah. we should address it. Um, okay. Are looter shooters the worst genre of games out there? Okay, hold on. Before you answer speaking. that question, before you answer that question, Tim, are you the host? When you're not here, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the tech. I'll call myself. I'm the technical just, director. How about that? <laughs> just stealing my thunder. Yeah. Going on to the next topic without me. You had your chance. The <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry that I thought the moon was a planet. I didn't know I was going to lose my job with that comment. <laughs> Fired. All right. Damn it. But no, for real though. Like, like, what do we think about that? It's an interesting so, question. I mean, I think that looter shooters are they the worst genre in gaming no yes that's definitely battle royale games Mm, i thought (laughs) i thought the same thing at first and then i thought about it and i was like actually you know 
there are some good BR games, whereas the looter shooters, there's like, the, name a good looter shooter. I got Borderlands. Borderlands. That's it. <laughs> that's all you need. That's all you need. Divisions. The divisions okay. Yeah, but that's at the end of its life. How long did it take to get to that point? Whereas Apex <laughs> came out and it was a good game right off the bat. Fortnite, yeah. even though it's not okay, for okay. me, was a good game right off the bat. PUBG right, right. is enjoyable, even though it runs like shit. I loved PUBG for a long time. So okay, from a like game launch development standpoint, yeah, looter shooters have the worst track record very bad very bad anthem comes out hangs every other game that is not a looter shooter comes out doesn't tank that's not accurate, hey but... you guys didn't tell me rage 2 was coming out you... you're you on a video game podcast you don't <laughs> i had no idea they even made another spin-off of what should have been another borderlands game yeah, yeah. Ra- I, mean, I feel like Rage is kind of an underrated game. It's not a bad game. I liked it, but that's well. See, I started topic. to play it because I think Tim, didn't you buy that for me for Christmas one year? Yes. Or may- did I buy it? No. Yeah, I, got it I started you. to play it. Li- literally, I'm playing it like maybe the first hour or so, and I'm like, eh, I think I'll just go back to Borderlands. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it's like not a bad game, but it's like eh, it, it's not. I did the same thing. I own it on PC. I played it, and I go, I think I'd rather play Borderlands than this. Because I thought it was going to yeah. be somewhere between Borderlands and Fallout. And it's somewhere between Borderlands and Fallout, but it doesn't quite live up to either. But to, and I, felt, I felt the same way with Bulletstorm. To answer that question, though, like for me, are looter shooters the worst games? I'm actually going to say no, because I think MOBAs are considerably oh, worse. Um <laughs> Like I, there are a couple of enjoyable MOBAs, but there's, it became so many games were trying to be MOBAs so fast. Like Dawn of War three, like oh, here's why, here's why MOBAs yeah. are the worst okay, for me. Yeah. Cause, cause MOBA, cause they fucking ruined they Dawn of War, killed Dawn of War. So I'm going to say fuck MOBAs in general. I'd like to rescind everything I said and agree with Tim 200%. <laughs> God damn it. Really? And- I'm I'm still gonna say no, even though I pose a question. I just think they're trending. I do. I, it, I there is nothing redeeming about it. the only game looter shooter game that's had a decent launch and hasn't been totally ripped to pieces in like the past six years is Division Two. That's it. And it's still meh. Meh. Yeah, and it's not. It's still not. It's not like super. Like it's fun. But it's fun. It's I, I like heard. it. But it's not. I don't game out there. I know so. uh, I have some friends that that's all they're playing right now. Like KL, KL loves the hell out of that game. I play right. it when I have time, but like if I'm sitting down and I feel the need to play a game, it's not a game that immediately pops into my my brain. It's right. like it's like, "Oh yeah, I could also play that." So, what about you, Shane? What do you think, man? You already know how I feel about looter shooters, boy. <laughs> <laughs> do we? Bottom rung. How do you feel? So boring. Let me know. I mean, not not one has caught my attention, has uh, made me feel like putting the money up for it. Um, and uh, same with MOBAs. So You don't I'm want all much... that purple loot? Mm-hmm. See, it, it, you know what the worst part is about looter shooters is that they came from... Like, they came it's... From <laughs> oh, okay. Start over and yeah. speak differently. Yeah. 
<laughs> dude, it just like cut off. <laughs> it was like, you know what the worst thing about looter shooters? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It's all great. Uh, they, came, they, came, they, came from, they came from a very good idea of our, our very good. The genre used to be a lot better when it was Diablo or. Uh, uh, yeah, when, another game I'm thinking of. when they uh, ripped the idea of how loot works from RPGs, because that's like Kingdoms of Amalur, fucking Diablo, right. like like this fantasy RPG game loot system just put in a first person shooter is what it, the idea was, or third person shooter. Yeah, it, and it worked in those games, so I don't understand why you can't. Like, there's literally decades of that system working mm -hmm. and you nobody's been able to really other than borderlands one borderlands two has really been able to get it work get it to work from from the start you know what i mean so division does it okay but yeah no i, mean, I you, you, you make, you're right right so i just i i just it just it's disappointing to me because i think the the concept is fine it's just the monetization at this point and the shitty launches and developments and stuff have just totally soured the genre. I, I think the bigger problem that the genre has, and that a lot of games have now, is the idea of games as a service as opposed to a game being a fully finished product. So the idea that you're going to push a game out and you're going to support it over the life of that game and add content to it, in theory it sounds great, but what it, what it actually has translated to overall is, hey, here's an empty shell of a game. We're going to fill it with more shit later. You're basically beta testing it until we finish, finish it and sell you all the pieces to it. Like, that's yeah, been... That's extent, yeah. I think, especially for looter shooters to a large extent, and for other games, like, say, I think, honestly, I think that's part of the problem that Fallout 76 has, is I think they got to a point in development where they're like, okay, it's playable, let's sell it. And then they're like, we'll fix it afterwards. It became a game as service idea. And I think that's just fucking horrible for gamers. I think it's horrible. Like, it's one thing if you slap an early access tag on it. And I know I'm buying an unfinished buggy product that's broken as shit. That's fine. I have no, I have bought so many early access games. I've bought so much abandoned where it's not even funny. But like, it, it doesn't, I know that's a risk when I buy an early access game. I don't expect that from Bethesda. I don't expect that from Bioware. I don't expect that from these AAA publishers selling me a $60 game. So, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, and you know, the problem with this topic, though, is like, I feel like there's great games in all these genres and also like games that like shouldn't even be a part of the genre that they're so bad. You know what I mean? You're not wrong. Well, what? What what great and, and, outside of Borderland is a looter shooter? I, I think well, that's listen, I think that's the one listen. he's talking about. Yeah, I mean, but you can you can go through all the all the genres. Like, there's good, there's bad. See, I, I've never been a fan of the point and click adventure games. I feel yeah. like they're pretty slow, clunky, repetitive. Oh, um, yes. and I've never really got into that necessarily genre, if you will. But there's, there's some uh, funny ones Borderlands. that we should send him. Some funny ones that you should send me for point-and-click adventure games. I will hate every single one. Not if... Mm, I don't know, man. Oh, I know, man. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Back up Joda here and say Diablo 2 was phenomenal. Yeah, Di Diablo 2 was amazing. I don't <laughs> think we're... I don't, I don't think we're including Diablo 2 in the, lo the looter-shooter genre. I think we're thinking... I think of Diablo 2 as an ARPG. Or Absolutely. actually as a CRPG, because I don't even think of it as, a, as an action RPG. I think of it as a classic RPG. And you even have recent examples of, of 
the uh like point loot click. Oh, I guess not. A, that's not what he that's means by the, point and click. He means oh. like <laughs> he means like the the Monkey Island. Yeah, Monkey Island. Yeah. That yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. That that's probably the best example. Yeah. Um. So something I wanted to mention is with uh with these looter shooters, right? We've yet to see one that really sticks around. And I think that for games as a service, the best thing that a developer can do is have a strong base and just build it up and keep adding shit to it and not make a sequel. Just keep adding to your base game. Just keep doing it for like 10 years. World guys, Warcraft it. Guys. Just do that. Let's start an OLEP looter shooter game. Oh my god. <laughs> Our, our, don't give me that planet. look Cody. let's fucking do it let's go let's go our looter in pixels <laughs> yes oh it could be, yes. be it could be one of those browser-based games yo if i if i knew any way how to do game development i would be all over that shit that would be so you funny learn today, i'd make baby. a parody game. learn today put the little olip heart as the health bar Oh my god. And stuff like Zelda. And there you go. Jasmine, what do you need? So um so we 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 went a little long tonight, guys. A little bit. But that's how she likes it. We've gone a little long the last couple of weeks. This is not as bad as it was last week. Well that's because I wasn't on to stop it. We're fine. What was I doing last week? I don't know. I don't know where you've been for the last five episodes, damn you. I was seeing I was seeing us last week. That's what I was doing. Not us. Um, <laughs> you weren't not seeing a, us. No, not you. Fuck. Not you. Uh, Jordan Peele. So uh, we playing games, boys. Kicking what out. are we doing Let's this keep week? Talking. I don't know. Have you downloaded Kicking any of the games on? With Joda. <laughs> Have you downloaded any games with crossplay, <laughs> Ian? I don't know what games can I crossplay. I'm not spending twenty dollars on fucking soccer race cars. Well, See you have PS Now. Is it not on there? Because it's on oh, game, Xbox you know Game Pass. Let's check. Sure yeah, just because it's on Xbox Game Pass doesn't mean it's on fucking... What do I have? PS Now. It probably <laughs> is, though. That's my That's point. Why. God, I just want to play Borderlands again. I'm at Bounty Hunter. <laughs> they both start with a B. It's fine. I mean, um, we, we, don't, um, we don't all have to be playing the same game. I just want to hang out with you boys in, in Discord at the very least. I love There's, hanging out yeah, with you, sure. too. I work in the morning, though. There's goddamn five of us. He doesn't have a gaming PC, Jota. Otherwise, Who doesn't? You, you fuck. <laughs> yeah. well, who asked? Who's, who's Jota. saying? Jota. Jota. Is it Wait, Jota? Yeah. Jota, buy me one, baby. Jota. Jota. Oh, Jota. hey, Jota. we should probably, before we get into this, we should probably wrap the show and switch <laughs> yeah, to yeah, a different section. Because yeah, this is going to be a weird-ass cut. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so we want to thank you guys so much for watching this week's episode of Our Life in Pixels um, or listening back on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes. Um, we are I love every single one of you or wherever you do listen to your podcasts. Again, I'm still looking into getting us into potentially on iHeartRadio or a couple of other different podcast platforms. Um, yeah. Do we have any closing thoughts, boys? Uh, yeah. Pluto is not a planet. The moon is. Okay. <laughs> I can back that for sure. Whoa. All right. Whoa. I have never factualized that Pluto is not a planet. Mm, well, science did. Well, Cody. <laughs> Rocket Rocket League is not on there. If you guys want to, if you guys want a game that's going to give you forty bucks. 
If you want a game, nothing. If you want a game, all we is God. Your suspenseful tactic is bullshit. I knew you were you were pitching outward, but I like all 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 anyone heard was if you want a game, forty bucks. Put that shit in my hair. You'll get a game. 40 bucks. <laughs> like that's, that's my per that hour. That money doesn't show, rate. baby. I, I accidentally released my per hour rate, but I was actually trying to talk about outward, outward, $40. Shane. Yes. Closing thoughts. Closing oh, thoughts. God, is this uh, me? Or is it you? Borderlands. Pick up 12 oh, is six. Uh, <laughs> and if you haven't been playing Sekiro, fucking dump some time into Sekiro or fucking Outworld or whatever. For forty bucks, yeah. Hey, the bad guys from Mortal Kombat. Rocket League is not on PS now, but Rugby Fifteen is. We don't. Oh, let's all just play that. I I definitely don't have that. I think I have Rugby Thirteen. Ian, closing thoughts. Oh, that that literally is that. Um, and and uh, I think for next week I'm gonna develop Cody's suspenseful tactic. (laughs) That is my favorite. All right. So hey, listen, if you want a game. Forty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and my closing thought is that uh, I did write a new article for the Our Life and Pixels website. It is currently posted. Yes. I have not shared it on social media yet. Um, I'll be sharing that tomorrow. But if you are curious about it, you can go to Our Life Dash in Pixels because the whole thing is taken. Um, dot Weebly dot com. I don't. We don't own the URL yet. We're still exploring that. Um, and, uh, and go to the articles and review section and it is posted in there. Um, it's about how Skyrim may controversially be the worst thing to ever happen to Bethesda Softworks, um, which, uh, hurts me to say, but it's, uh, it's potentially true. Um, eh, read the article, read the article and you might see why boy. (laughs) Bethesda, DLC horse armor, monetize mods monetize what are they going to try to monetize with the new elder scrolls why are you saying monetize weird yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it's monetize it baby monetize it you say it. money or money right but monetize. but i've never heard it monetized before until you said it i was like i've never heard anybody say like, it up i've never heard my question i've never heard anybody say monetize yeah, no, it was very odd. I've heard. But you know what? It caught my attention, though. It caught my attention. All right. Anyway, this has been episode uh, episode seven of season two of Our Life and Pixels. We're not monetized. We're free. Uh, although we do sell merch if you want some merch. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna our faces on a shirt. We will. Uh, we'll see you guys next Smash Saturday. Thanks button. for watching. Smash, <laughs> smash that help button. Oh God, the memes Smosh. that are coming from Smosh this. Smash that help button. Oh, dear Smosh Lord. it. This has been and monetize it. Smosh it and monetize it. All right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop over to.